Welcome to the ride. Life, Work, and Wealth Podcast with your host, Chris Rowe. Years ago, Chris was a firefighter and a paramedic and witnessed many people not getting another tomorrow, and it shaped who he is now as a financial strategist. Chris doesn't just help people plan for a secure tomorrow, he helps them plan for a better today. Chris lives in Burlington, Ontario, and is an investment advisor at Three Hats Financial, a trade name of Harborfront Wealth Management, and IROC dealer. Let's get to it. Going away for a few days or a few weeks this summer? Hey, that's great. But make sure you take care of things at home before you leave. In this podcast, Chris Dero usually talks about financial security. This time, he and his guest Ron Cooper of Capital Security Group talk about home security. Thanks, Patrice. Yeah, so today we're going to take a bit of a different spin on things. Um, I definitely want to go over home security just because, well, a couple of things. First of all, this is different times and now, which is somewhat exciting is people are starting to get ready to finally leave their homes, which has been a while for a lot of people to not do that. And um, I think it was about two years ago, I had Ron put a system in my house that we've been extremely happy with. And I just thought it'd be a good idea to get him on the show because he has a ton of experience in this and uh, just been a great individual to deal with. And I just wanted to have him on here to inform my listeners about what they can do to help protect their home better. So Ron, if you don't mind, can you just give us a bit of your background? Uh, Well, thanks, Chris. Yeah, I've been um, working in the security industry for about uh, 21 years. So I started out uh, with ADT security back in uh, 2000. And uh, since then, our company has worked with some of the biggest security companies on the market. But, uh, you know, we decided to be a little more independent, well, totally independent, and, uh, and just branched off and went on our own to provide our own service, monitoring, installation, basically an A to Z type platform. So then if you were with all these bigger companies, why did you decide to leave them and, and go with Capital Group, Capital well, Security Group? So we decided to, uh, to kind of branch off from the big brands because we found the experience very unpersonal, uh, if you will. So what we found is when you did the, uh, the sales, the sale was no longer attached to the installation and the service. So it was kind of a one-off. You sold the alarm system, somebody else installed it, and then it was taking care of service department. And it was just, it, it just wasn't the feeling that we wanted to provide for security. We find it's a very personal thing. And we just want our customers to be able to reach out, out to us and know that we can provide everything from the sales to the installation to the service, anything you guys need. Yeah, that's good. No, and uh, I know that you put quite a few people's security systems in that, that I know, um, even my parents. So um, you definitely stand behind that because the service and that factor has been great. Um, so what now, what has changed in regards to home security since COVID, if anything? Have you, have you noticed much difference? Honestly, I don't think security has changed a great deal. Uh, however, the want, need, and desire for, for people to feel comfortable in their own homes has changed tremendously. What about break and enters and like just basically the statistics and that have, have that, has that gone up? Like even from a personal perspective, uh, we've had in the last few weeks, we've had um, friends, uh, my daughter's friend's bike was stolen. I had a friend that had his pickup truck stolen. We know a group of our, uh, we have a C-Do and we have a group of, of guys that have C-Do's and I know that 
one guy had two of them taken off his driveway. So I don't know if that's just a bad luck of my social circle or if the stats have gone up because it's just simple that the supply of products, whether it be vehicles, bikes, rollerblades, whatever, is obviously um, quite short with COVID. So I would think that would increase the rate of thefts and things like that. Have you noticed that? There's absolutely been an increase in calls to our office. People that have been affected by these types of crimes, burglaries, thefts, intrusions. Um, there are a lot of public forums out there that are provided by your, your regional police services that a lot of people are not aware of, where you can actually go out and um, you know log on to, like the Halton Regional Police have a, have a blotter uh, or a blog that, uh, that basically outlines you know, the crime activity that's happening in the area. So it won't pinpoint it, like a physical address, but it'll tell you the street, the area where these crimes are taking place. And, uh, you know, it, it's definitely been an increase in calls to our office. It's definitely happening a lot more. And people are hearing about a lot more with the increase of, of social media. And, uh, you, know, I, it, you know, in Burlington here, we have, you know, the Burlington Dads, the Burlington Together group. Uh, you know, you're just hearing more and more and more of these types of things because it's just available. It's at our fingertips now. Yeah, the social media has definitely been interesting because now you're just seeing um, a lot of incidents is obviously caught on video that we just never would have seen before. So I guess an example of that is, is like the doorbell cameras. Um, they, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but they seem to be relatively popular because like my, my kids have a paper route and uh, I help them with it quite a bit. And I just noticed that everybody seems like almost everybody now has these doorbell cameras. Oh yeah. I mean, we've, uh, we provided a, a staggering amount of uh, zero contact video doorbell installations over the course of this pandemic. Um, I mean, let's be honest. Nobody wanted to answer the door in the best of days. And uh, <laughs> never mind with this current situation, uh, you know, you have the increased uh, home deliveries for Amazon, groceries, um, you know, everything is just coming to the door and, and uh, it's, it's just available. Uh, you know, and like I said, with, with the increased number of, of, of posts online and, and you're just seeing it more and more, uh, you know, people are, are concerned. And it's been an amazingly effective, low cost way to safeguard your porch, your front door, um, you know, we've, we've really mastered the art of installing these things at a very attractive price. We use a brand, uh, Skybell, and it's a, it's a Honeywell product. And, you know, for, for a mere $270, $280, we're able to put one in the house. Um, and there's no monthly fees. There's no recurring payment going with that. So it's a very low-cost, effective way to provide your, your basic entry-level security at your front door. So, Ron, with these doorbells, what features do they have? Because I know there's multiple brands out there. And of course, I know there's the video camera, but what else can they do? Give us an example of I'm at the cottage and now somebody rings my door. So what well, well, options do I have? Yeah, that's the beauty thing of these, uh, of these things. I mean, they basically sync in with your, uh, with your Wi-Fi and you download an app to your phone. So it'll tell you everything from motion detection at your front door to you have a visitor at your front door if they stand there for longer than three seconds. Uh, it'll record a short clip so you see that interaction at the front door. And you're able to talk to people at your front door literally from anywhere in the world as long as you have data on your phone. So, you know, again, it's, it's making pe- people feel a lot more comfortable. And, uh, you know, let's be honest. I mean, that's, that's the start of, of a lot of residential break-ins is the knock on the door to see if somebody's home. So for you to be able to address the door and say, hey, I'm not able to come to the door right now. I'm in a Zoom meeting or, you know, I'm upstairs in the office. I just can't get away. Uh, you know, then, then they know that you're home or they think that you're home. 
and the likelihood is that they'll, they'll move on. But, uh, you know, as, as you mentioned, it's just a great way to be able to see deliveries, interact with people at the door from anywhere you are. Now, if it's like in, at, you're not home or 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. and your porch is pitch black, which we'll get into later where it shouldn't be, um, can, they, can it see at night? Is it so have one, night vision? The one we install actually has uh, day and night vision in color. So, oh, wow. I mean, it, it does require a little bit of light to, to reflect and, and, and get an image. But, uh, you know, the fact of the matter is, is, is day-night vision in color. And, uh, you know, it, it's been pretty reliable for us. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Now, actually, I guess another good example of that, just curious, because we have um, some listeners that are elderly in that, could could you have that set up for your parents' house and then also have the app? Like, so could I set that up at my parents' house and have the app on my phone as well? Oh, hundred percent. I mean, once, once you have the app and you sign up for the, um, or you register the, your app uh, through your email and, and name, you can literally share those credentials with anybody so they could log in. Now tread lightly. Obviously you don't want a bunch of people knowing how to, how to, uh, to log into your video doorbell. But uh, no, absolutely. If you want to keep tabs on um, what's happening at mom's house or dad's house when uh, when you're not there or they're not there, by all means, you, you could definitely register. Okay. Now that's that's the doorbell. So what about overall security systems? Uh, for I've had a security system. I remember even when I was a kid, my parents had one. So we've had a few over the years. How have you noticed they've changed? Really, because over the last, I'd say the last couple of years, there's been some significant changes with touch pads and everything else. So what, what have you noticed that's changed significantly with these security systems recently? Honestly, Chris, it's, it's the cool factor, if you will. Um, you know, the systems we're now installing are engineered to provide not only protection, but, uh, you know, your basic home automation, your light control, lock control, thermostat control, garage door control. I mean, you could basically operate the entire house from your smartphone, from a tablet, uh, no matter where you are in the world. So, I mean, you see it time and again, people unlocking the door to, to accept a delivery. I don't know if I'd be that, uh, that kind of willy-nilly, but, um, you know, it, it is definitely available. But, you know, if you have someone coming over to the house and, and you want to let them in, you could, you could do it remotely. So it's, uh, it, in, in that regard, it's changed a lot. In terms of, you know, what the protection uh, side of it, not much has changed. Uh, you know, we're still protecting against burglary, intrusion, uh, you know, you have your police, medical, and fire panics, and uh, our company makes a uh, makes a habit of installing a smoke and heat detector and a CO detector now in every home installation we do. Yeah, yeah, I've I've used that that feature a lot. The uh, unlocking the security system when I'm not home. I'm over the years before that, we've had multiple relatives that needed to get in or. Uh, look after one of our pets and set the whole system off. At least now, now I can disarm it for them. So a lot less false alarms since we now have that feature. Which has been great because false alarms were a big issue there for a while. Yeah. Now you're talking, okay. So you're saying that some of the more popular options are um, the life safety products. You said it's the smoke and CO, like what else is some of the more popular stuff for bells and whistles people are putting on these? Um, you know what? We're, we're seeing more and more people going with uh, the light control through a platform, a, a Z-Wave, it's called. And, uh, you know, the Honeywell systems that we primarily install are all equipped with this Z-Wave technology. And you can literally get a light bulb that can sync in with your alarm system. And you can control that light bulb from your app. 
Um, you know, and there's there's other things that people are, are really getting on top of, especially with the increased number of subdivisions that have sump pumps. Uh, you know, we're doing a lot more flood detection systems so that if your sump pump's backed up, I mean, we're not sending the, the police fire and ambulance down the road, but, uh, you know, you're getting a phone call before it's, uh, it overflows so you can, you know, take the proper precautions and get somebody over there to address it. Oh, that's important. Yeah, because that's not something you'd you would figure out has gone wrong until you get back and open the door and see that. Oh, that's it. Yeah. And yeah. your insurance company loves these things too, right? So you'll find that your insurance pre- uh, providers will give you, a, you know, a, a generous discount for having, you know, a good mix of, of, of life safety features as well. Burglary, intrusion, fire, CO, flood. Uh, I mean, it, it just it just limits their... Now, okay, now... What about cameras? Because obviously that has changed significantly pretty much everywhere. Dash cams, <laughs> doorbell cams. It just seems like cameras are a very popular option. I have to admit. So Ron, when you put our system in, um, I think it was like two years ago, that was the first time we'd ever have cameras. And I thought initially, ah, do we really need these? Um, but Tina wanted them. So of course we, that's how it worked out. And I, I have to admit, we've used those a lot more than I thought. And not just for security reasons where I initially thought that's all it'd be used for. Um, actually one of the very first incidences of that was me completely falling in my pool. Like I, I went down like a ton <laughs> of bricks and Tina quickly somehow learned, I don't know if she called you or what, but she quickly learned how to tape it and put it on Facebook. And there was like a thousand hits within 72 hours. So that <laughs> was my that one, Chris, but I'll look for it. Yeah. Like on my own sister-in-law said that about 300 of the views were probably her alone. So that was my first experience with the cameras. Um, the other one was just simple things. Like if we were away at the cottage, um, simple things you, you wouldn't think of. It's not just necessarily for security, but we like checking the driveway to see if there was an absolute ton of snow and we had to get someone to clear it or seeing if a package was delivered. Um, there was also a time that it was at 4 a.m. and our car alarm went off and I went out there. I couldn't find anything and I didn't know if someone had set it off or not. But then going back and looking at the cameras, you could, you could see that it was just a fluke thing and nothing set it off. So We've used them quite a bit. I, f- I have found them definitely valuable. So how are you, are you seeing more people put cameras in? Is it the, are the options getting better? How good are, the, are these at, at night? Um, just because mine are now two years old. I don't know if they've changed. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, throughout, throughout my career in the security industry, we, uh, we were not doing very many camera installations in the infancy. I'll be perfectly honest with you. And now, um, you know, more and more people are, are looking for that attractive option for the house. Uh, just like you say, not just for safeguarding, but, you know, to, to just have an eye on the property and with, with being able to network it through to your phone and your mobile devices. Um, you know, it's great when you're away, you can kind of just check it on the property, the package delivered, like you said. Um, you know, we find more and more people are, are, are leaning in that direction. But, uh, you know, one thing I, I always caution people on is that a camera system is great for, for reviewing what happened. So we always like to piggyback the uh, the surveillance system with the security system uh, so that you at least have a notification from the monitoring station if your alarm system or your house has, has there been an attempt to break into the house or there's activity in the house, and then you can check in on the camera system. Uh, and the other thing people have to be aware of is if you're recording locally to a hard drive, which in my opinion is the only way to do surveillance, um, you know, you want to protect that hard drive as well. So you don't want to give somebody... If you're up for the cottage, you don't want to give them two hours to be rummaging through the house and then take the hard drive and walk out the door with it. 
Oh, okay. Now, what can people do to help secure their homes better now since, as we just mentioned at the beginning of this, uh, this podcast, that it's now the warmer months and a lot of people have vaccinated, things opening up, and people are quite excited about to start leaving their homes and actually getting out. So a lot of people have not left their homes for a while. They might be a little rusty on just locking them up and making sure they're secure. So what can they do to just make sure that their homes are secure? Yeah, absolutely. I was uh, listening to a radio show the other day and they were talking about the uh, the number of people that are planning on, on getting out in Ontario and, and vacationing, which is great. Um, you know, but there's, there's basic things you can do without, you know, going in this home security uh, direction. You know, the obvious things, adding motion lights on the outside of the house, make it nice and bright around the property, cut down your trees and trim the hedges. Do not make it easy for somebody to hide behind a hedge and, and, and gain access to the property or or something neighbors can't see, um, you know, have your neighbors pick up the papers, the flyers on your porch, uh, and don't post on social media that you're going away for two weeks. Uh, you, you wouldn't believe how many people do this, and uh, it's just out there for the world to see, and people know you're not home and the house is vacant. So, you know, yeah, do your pictures, do your posts, wait till you get home uh, to, to tell the world how much fun you have, but, uh, you know, don't, don't make it obvious that you're not there. Motion lights, dimmers, timers, trim the tages, pick up the papers, pick up the flyers, you know, just make it look like somebody's home and, and, uh, and there's a presence at the property. Yeah. And it's, I literally this morning just saw a, f- a friend just posted on social media today that he just took a solo trip uh, to, an, to, to Quebec and uh, just put, uh, yeah, some people just don't even think about it. They're just excited to get away and share their experiences with their friends. Cause that's what social media is, but you, you tend to forget that you can maybe putting that out there to people that, you definitely shouldn't be letting know that you're not home. So that is a very good point. Yeah. I mean, um, you, you, you want to share it with your friends, your family, but uh, like I said, I mean, take your pictures, have your fun, you know, post it uh, when you get back and let them know how much of a great time you had, but you know, definitely don't put on these open social media platforms that, Hey, we're going away for the week and, you know, see you later, Burlington. Yeah. <laughs> One knows where you live and uh, you know, it's just opening the door for, for some problems. Yeah. Okay. Great. And I guess now, if so, if someone's in the market for shopping for a security system, what are some of the things and like providers, and there's just so many of them, um, what are some of the things that they simply should be looking for? Um, you know, there are, like you say, there's a lot of security providers out there and there's a lot of great companies out there to work with. Um, you know, just make sure you're very comfortable with the people that you're working with. Uh, you know, if there's one thing I can caution people with is, you know, any security that is solely based on your Wi-Fi is very easily defeated or circumvented. Um, you know, we're seeing it more and more in the industry where, um, you know, people, you can buy a Wi-Fi scrambler for $50 on Amazon, Chris. Have it delivered at your house the next day with Prime. And uh, if your Wi-Fi, if your security and your cameras are based solely on your Wi-Fi and you scramble the Wi-Fi signal in the area, well, guess what? Your security system is useless. Basically, you have a, you know, a couple thousand dollar decoration on your on your house. So I did not know that. So someone can get, you're saying a Wi-Fi scrambler for 50 bucks and they can just walk on your property and it just knocks out your Wi-Fi? Quite literally, yeah. Wow. And then some security systems, they just rely heavily on the Wi-Fi. Uh, there are a lot of cameras out there. A lot of these DIY cameras uh, are 100% Wi-Fi based. Uh, hmm. You know, they're plug and plays. They're attractive. And, uh, you know, this is why when we're talking about the video doorbell earlier, 
it's a basic entry level type thing, but it's 100% video Wi-Fi. So, I mean, it's, it's not going to be perfect all the time, but uh, if somebody wants to jam your, your signal, it's absolutely possible. And uh, if you're relying on that to, to protect the home and family, um, you know, just, just err on the side of caution. Just make sure you're, you know what you're doing. So then some systems then are not connected to why they're hardwired then and that would avoid that. Well, I mean, as an example, the, uh, the cameras that we put in your house, Chris, yeah. uh, we, wire, we wired them from point to point, right? So we wire them from the camera back to a hard drive so it's recording locally. And uh, the only thing that's relying on, on your internet is your ability to view that remotely. So if you lost your Wi-Fi connection or you lost your internet signal at the property, you would not be able to view your cameras remotely. However, it's still recording on that hard drive locally. And that's why I was, uh, you know, touch on, on the subject I said earlier is, you know, if you're, if you're getting a camera system, I always like to piggyback it with the monitored alarm system. That way you do not have all the time in the world to go into the house, find the hard drive and walk away with the recorded data. So. Huh. Okay. Good stuff. All right. I did, did not know that. <laughs> well, I'm definitely happy now. I'm, I'm even learning about things about my own system on here. That's great. <laughs> um. Now, just, I don't know if you want to go into it or not, but like, just like, what's an average monthly cost? Like, I know what mine is, but I don't know what is average or what's the monthly cost for a lot of these. And, and I know you mentioned before that, that it also does give you a break on your insurance as well, which is going to help with the monthly fee. But what's the average roughly? So, um, you know, when, when you're getting into it, I mean, you, you remember the back in the days where, uh, you know, the average price was about 25, 30 bucks a month. Uh, and that was operating through your residential landline. Well, those are pretty much a thing of the past. Um, so we're putting cellular in every home that we do. Uh, you know, you can't beat the system by cutting the phone line or if your phone line's down, we're still getting a signal. But, um, you know, if you're, if, if you're breaking down and for the cool factor, for the, for the cat's meow that we're now calling it, you're probably going to be looking at about $45, $50 a month for the high-end security system. Oh, okay. So it's still, it's still very reasonable then. It's a very reasonable price. Like you say, you're going to get a break from your insurance provider. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for the most part, $50 a month isn't going to make or break guys like you and I. But, uh, you know, to have a security system, the peace of mind is the most invaluable part of it. Knowing that when you're away, your home's protected, your home's surveilled with the cameras. And, uh, you know, if something happens, you're going to have an immediate response. Yeah. Well, great, Ron. Well, I really, really appreciate you coming on and just giving us a quick summary of everything that's going on in the home security world. And like I mentioned, I just thought that was a great time to bring you on and do this. And I know we've been happy with everything you've done. So thanks. So I know how busy you are. I see on social media and everything else that you're just uh, hopping with installing every, all of these things. So I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, you know, it's been my absolute pleasure and we really appreciate it. And uh, you know, look forward to seeing you again soon, my man. All right, guys, this advice is great, not just for the summer, but for all year. Thanks, Ron Cooper of Capital Security Group and Chris DeRoe of Three Hats Financial and the host of this podcast. To make sure you get the latest episode, subscribe. You can also share with others and comment. Let us know what questions you may have that Chris can tackle. Thank you for listening to The Ride, Life, Work and Wealth podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. All comments are of a general nature and should not be relied upon as individual advice. 
The views and opinions expressed in this commentary may not necessarily reflect those of Harborfront Wealth Management. While every attempt is made to ensure accuracy, facts and figures are not guaranteed. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing or tax advice. Please seek advice from your accountant regarding anything raised in the content of the podcast regarding your individual tax situation. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.